Hello and welcome to the EFA Fitness Podcast with me by myself, as always. Uh, and I nearly choked straight off the bat. Um, today we are going to be talking about uh, three ways how you can feel better. All right, so without really drastically cutting calories or anything like that, so sort of non-diet based interventions. And an update on how my slimming well journey is going to date, which we're about a month in, I think, something along those lines. Um, so let's crack on. So, and I will just precast with this that I'm not a psychiatrist or um, a neuroscientist or anything like that. So just bear with me when it comes to that kind of vibe. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about is sort of self-compassion. And a lot of people that I work with, um, whether that be face-to-face -face or online, they are arguably self-deprecating. They don't look at themselves in a positive light. Um, they're usually unhappy with something, whether that be their weight, their body image, how they feel, their sleep, their relationship, themselves as a person. And usually everything they say about themselves is very negative. And I think this is something that goes across the board within the people, the dieting community, shall we say, um, which is pretty much everybody because everybody seems to be on a diet always. Um, and there is a massive correlation between self-compassion and the lack of it and an increase in binge eating, in disordered eating, in poor body image, body fat, BMI, health outcomes, overall morbidity, etc. And the easiest way for me to sort of get clients on board when they start saying shit about themselves, because they'll come in, I'll be like, oh yeah, well, I'm such a fucking idiot. And it's like, why? And they're like, oh, well, because I ate over it on something. And it's like, all right, well, but we all do that. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you all that I don't overeat now and again. Like, I still struggle with disorder eating from when I used to compete. This is why I'm so such a, an advocate of, well, making people not go to Slim World because I'm not saying they promote it, but it's a kind of disordered eating. And this is why I don't like sort of very quick fixes, transformation plans, etc., because they literally lead down a rabbit hole that people can't get out of. And I was led down that. Whether that was my own choice or not is, is irrelevant, but I'm a lot more educated now, I'd like to think anyway. Um, but one thing I do say to people when they do start saying like would you say to that would you say that to someone on the street that you've only just met and if the answer is no or even to a friend a friend's probably better because i'd say a lot to a stranger to be fair probably say more to a friend anyway but would you say it to a friend would you say it to someone who has reached out for you to, for help so if someone comes to you and say all oh, right well so, and so I, I need I need help with this. And you say, oh, you're just a fucking idiot. It's probably not going to make them feel better. One, two, it's probably unjust. And three, I'd like to think you wouldn't feel good about that afterwards. 
And if you don't feel good about saying to a stranger, why the fuck are you saying it to yourself? Like I've got clients that come to me and they they'll say some very negative things about themselves and I'm very bad because I actually take on quite a lot of their emotion as well. And it does kill me at times, but there needs to be some element of self-compassion there. And that needs to happen before the, what seems to be normalized of eating our feelings. And again, this, this comes from self-compassion and there's two ways we can go about it. Obviously we can, we've got that positive self-talk of not calling ourselves a dickhead and an idiot and being like, all right, well, yes, everybody overeats now and again, it's absolutely fine. Don't worry. Like it's one meal out of the day. It's one meal out of the week. It's one meal out of the month, the year, the decade, whatever. We've got that way. We've also got the whole, all right, well, I'm going to stop myself going into a spiral here. And um, ESG put this up, put this up, and I thought it was brilliant. Is would you let your kid eat six tubs of ice cream? No, because that isn't caring for your kid. So why would you do it to yourself? Why would you have three bars of chocolate? And there's levels to this, obviously, because it goes a lot deeper than just all right. We'll just stop eating the fucking chocolate. Then it's not as easy as that. There's uh, mentality, there's mental health, there's psychology, there's hormonal imbalances, uh, there's for females, there's just the menstrual cycle as, as a whole is at times a shit show of hormones, and all of these can lead to them reaching for them without even thinking, without even knowing that they're doing it. But self-compassion can manifest itself as you not reaching for the third one. It can manifest itself as not reaching them for all. And there are levels to it. But that self-compassion of you taking control within that is the first step to seeing it done long-term. But it starts with how you talk to yourself. And the more self-compassion you have, the better your outcomes with life. Not just dieting, not just fat loss, not just how you look in a bikini on a beach because at the end of the day nobody fucking cares in like i literally spoke to my client tonight and she said in 40 years will today matter and she'll listen to this and she'll not talk about it and it resonates because in 40 years like does today fucking matter does how does that chocolate bar matter really all right i understand that yes we can't just fast forward four years of being a box in the ground. But people won't remember you for the chocolate bar. People won't remember for how you looked or, or what you did on, and said on, on the beach. People will remember you for how nice a person you are. What impacts did you have in life? Did you have a dog? Those are the things people are going to remember you for. And I don't know, it like resonated with me. Um, speaking my dog my dog's just walking up the stairs very loudly um the second way that we can make you feel better is actually journaling and i did create my own journal um and i actually do use my own journal and once i got to grips with with it it makes it a lot easier to do it so the first thing is you become more reflective about the decisions you make how you act 
why did you make the decisions what was good about the day what was bad about the day and it's very easy for us to remember the negatives and then journal allows us to look at the positives and really take a step back and think about that gratitude why what we've done today what are we happy with why are we doing things positively but it also allows you to keep track of the thoughts and feelings and get them out of your head like just having a brain dump before bed makes you sleep better because you're not having to think constantly about it because you're worried you're going to forget it in the morning i don't know if that's just me but i can plan my day and when i when i say that i it took me a while to get grips with it is i kind of uh scorned myself because i couldn't do it every day like i just don't have the mental capacity to do seven days of journaling like after a day of cricket like i don't give a fuck i just want to go to bed um Sometimes after work, I, I just don't, I, I'm not going to do it. I want to shower, I want to go to bed. <clears throat> so I try to wave to about three, four times a week. And it seems to work. It makes me feel better. It makes me sleep better that day. And it allows me to wake up the next morning and be like, all right, this is my plan for the day. Um, I plan the whole week on a Sunday night, but yeah, I plan at least three, four days the night before. I don't know if anybody just heard my dog dropping. A massive burn on some um some hardwood flooring. Um, that'd be fun to clean up later. But so, like everything that we do in fitness, in health, and whatnot, nothing has to be every single day. Um, and once you realise that, it makes it a lot easier for us to, like, actually push forward and get, and get through things and make that impact on our life. I'm just going to pause the record. And the third way that we can make ourselves feel better is walking. So I don't expect people to start becoming ramblers and fucking walking the three peaks or whatever, but just going for a 10 minute walk every day. So I try to make all my clients get 10 minutes of sunshine a day. Instead of me saying to them, oh, I need to hit, I need you to hit 10,000 steps every single day because in the day that's not going to happen because there's going to be days where people are traveling. There's going to be days where people don't want to fucking move 10,000. I even have to think about hitting 10,000 a day, especially if they're on holiday. Like, who gives a fuck? So I tried to make them see 10 minutes of sunshine a day. It's pretty hard because the sun's not always out, but 10 minutes of outdoor activity. And walking is the easiest and the best way to do that. And it's a lot easier for me because I've got a dog, which is brilliant, but it's what it is. But the reason that I do that is one, so people don't have to think about steps. But it gets them some steps. So it increases the non-exercise activity. Um, and that burns calories. So it'll make them feel better because they're doing something towards the calorie deficit. And it increases cardiovascular health, like reduces overall morbidity, all the other health benefits. But if they see some sunshine, they increase vitamin D. Vitamin D makes you feel better. It increases libido. Like it's vitamin D for a reason. Reduces stress, reduces anxiety. And you might see a couple of dogs. And let's face it, dogs are fucking brilliant. Those three things, self-compassion, journaling, and walking, combined will change part of your life. I don't expect people to do all three and 
I'd actually put through all, all the time. But if you hit those three, you will feel better. Then it's on to the Slimming World update. So I've actually been trying to find like positives out of being on Slimming World. Trying to find something that I can say, oh yeah, they've done the, this really well. And I can't. Because <laughs> I can find many negatives. But I can't find any positives. Because the positives I do find are always layered and covered in just shit. So the first positive I did find that since I've noticed it's, it's just a negative is the community. Like it's got quite a large community. There's a lot of people on there. And then once I started like talking about Summer World and asking questions about Summer World and I comment on the app quite well, quite a lot. And just probe really more than anything. So people were like, oh, I'm back at Slim and World. I'm like, oh, all right, okay. Uh, or um, ready to start. And I'll be like, oh, is this the first time? It's never their first time. And basically the whole community is layered in this cult kind of mechanism. So they have the cult of we're on Slim and World, we're a team, Slim and World is the best. If you're not on Slim and World, you're going to fail, yada, yada, yada. But it's also layered with enablers. So if you fail on Slim and World, if you don't lose weight every week on your weigh-ins, which is, like, let's face it, is setting them up for failure anyway, because we know weight loss isn't linear. So they're going to fail. But if you do if they do fail, so if they don't lose half a pound, a pound, whatever, then there's a full community of people to tell them that it's not their fault and they've done absolutely nothing wrong. It's because of some random reason. And sometimes it's because they've not tracked their tracked properly. They've not, they've obviously gone over the sins, but they've not noticed it. Um, sometimes it's because they've not gone to the toilet before they're weighing. Sometimes it's because they've um, they're, they're eating too little, uh, so they need to shock their body over the weekend for the next weighing. Um, there's all kinds of bullshit excuses that I was sick of reading by the end of it. So that was my first point. Like the community is all right, but then you realize that it's a cult, and then you realize that it's just full of enablers. And it's also full of people that don't want you to do well. Um, so it's people who will tell you it's not your fault so that you keep failing. Uh, enablers and saboteurs. It's quite a unique community that's going on. Then I looked at the free foods. So the free foods um, are basically anything that's high protein, um, nutrient dense. They, they use that term quite a lot. So nutrient dense means that there's a lot, quite a lot, a lot of micronutrients and potential macronutrients in there for a low calorie value. So it's high volume, low calorie, fiber, protein, etc. Um, but even then, like the free foods, because there's no limit on it, they're not teaching people habits and they're not teaching people portion sizes. And then you go on the community and you see all these pictures of them absolutely fucking loaded with platefuls of foods for zero sins. And obviously, sins are absolute bullshit anyway. But 
like they're counting that as completely free. And what they'll do is they'll go and have 15, 20, 25 sins, depending on what they've been allocated. And they'll have them on an evening in front of the TV whilst they're bored. And they'll probably under track them because the amount of people in the community say, oops, went over my sins by whatever. And I've been tracking my calories as well as my sins. And I've kept under my calories whilst being over my sins by about 120. I think it's the most. And today I'm actually under my sins by... Oh, no, sorry. I am over my sins. I'm un... I'm... It's probably the lowest sin value I've had today. Um, but 22 of those sins have come from protein shakes. Um, six sins have come from cordial. And I think the other five have come from like a protein mousse. So I'm on about 35 cents. It's probably the lowest I've actually recorded. But I'm also 600 calories under my calorie target. So I've had 20 sins more than I should have. And I'm still 600 under my calorie goal for the day. Um, I mean, I am a week out from a photo shoot, so that does make sense. I would be aiming for that low, but you can sort of see how these calories and these sins don't match up. And because there's no education about hunger levels or habits or anything like that, the whole free foods is kind of irrelevant because it's just a free for all for people. And because you've got people encouraging people and people telling them it's not their fault and they need to fill up more on free foods. I actually saw someone recommend that someone snacked on a jacket potato. Like, fucking come on. It's just obscene. And because everybody stocks up on these free foods, health has gone completely out the window. So the whole free food started with the nutrient dense, the high protein, high fiber, very good, high quality foods, um, low calorie density, high food volume, lots of fruit, lots of veg, lots of fresh micronutrients, feel good foods. That's how it started in the 50s, 60s. Now it is, how do I make this free food, which is literally just absolute garbage, looks like cardboard, taste better? Oh, we're going to use flavor drops from my protein. Okay, so they're free because they've got no calories in them. Um, then we're going to have um, a lemon drizzle cake that's like cardboard. Then we're going to have waffles or um, pancakes, which are like cardboard. And it's almost this fake food that's high in preservatives, high in processed kind of things that people are going to because it tastes nicer and it feels more like a treat. When in reality, if they just actually like pancakes, they're just going to have a pancake. They're just going to eat it. But learn how to, like, learn how to fit that in. Like, if you use self-compassion, you say, all right, well, I, I had a pancake, and I feel absolutely zero kill about it because I know that a pancake is two, three pancakes, Scotch pancakes, for example, like 80 calories a piece. Four, four for 320. It'd be like fucking 190 million sins on something. Well, but all you've had is 320 calories. I have Scotch pancakes before I cook it because the high in carb, low in fat, Easy, convenient, and they taste all right. I'm not making cardboard-based 
pancakes with fucking my protein flavorings on them. So I'm struggling to find the positives. I understand that it does help people lose weight. I understand that. Um, I think it does not promote health. It does not promote longevity of people. Um, especially females going through the menopause. There is some menopause help on the app. I, I understand that. From what I've been reading, it's very, very basic at best. Does not promote the things that I would promote for menopause, like weight training, like massive, huge for menopause, high protein. It mentions protein, but it should be very high protein. Um, it also doesn't mention sort of muscle wasting going into the later years of life, which we know is a massive risk factor for falls, which is also if you're over 55, the most likely way you're going to die is by falling over. So um, I'm still going. I'm still hopeful that I find some positives with Southern World because I don't want to just, as someone called, as someone said in, on a Facebook post, just another PT jumping on the bandwagon. Um, I don't want to be another one of them. So, yeah, trying to find the positives with it. In other news, I am a week out from Photoshoot. I'm since Christmas, I'm about 11 kilos down. Uh, I will precursor that with my ADHD medication does cripple my appetite um, and libido. So is it the healthiest weight loss in the world? Absolutely not. But I've maintained probably um, all but a few kilos of muscle mass. Um, I'm still very, I'm still as strong as I was when I, when I was training in Christmas, Christmas, um, and I'm still able to perform a sort of a very good standard of cricket skill level, maybe not, but I can run. So it's fine. Um, yeah, so we'll see what the pictures say next week. Um, I'm currently averaging 102 sins over my target every day that would be for today which was lowest so we'll see how many things have actually accumulated by monday and we'll see what the pictures say um i hope you enjoyed this it's actually quite fun making um a lot of research it's a slimming world uh, if you don't have any questions or anything do give me a shout um not a slimming club club does start 5th of august there is a free five-day trial which starts on the 31st of july which you can access on my Instagram. You can message me. You can just jump on, I believe, if you just hit the link in my bio. Um, I look forward to seeing you there. Cheers, guys.